Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 50 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter at WrestleBuzz. Don't forget it on TikTok, baby. Let's go. It's episode 50. Just remembering. Wow. Hi, Joseph Crush. Here with the boys. NJ3, what's up? Episode 50. What are we, what are we doing here? What a milestone. Let me talk to you. All right. Episode <laughs> 50. It's a milestone. People start stuff. They don't usually finish it. We're not stopping, and we have no stop in sight. This is just a this is just a quick little uh, little trip to fifty, and on to the next. Yep. And noodles, how fitting! WrestleMania week. I mean, come on. Couldn't have timed it any better. Perfection, my friend. Big five zero. Who's? I started up in a certain. I knew it was going to happen. Right. I <laughs> I knew it. I'm the brains behind this. Just can have no idea. There's no. Oh, that that, that 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 couple weeks of Rona you had really really uh segued us into the perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. So thank you, Corona. Shout, shout out to Corona. Uh, beer too. <laughs> Bad news, Tom Canale. Episode fifty, man, we made it. Yes, we did. Congratulations, boys. We made it. We made it. Strong, strong uh, effort to get here. Um. It's WrestleMania week. WrestleMania week. Ooh, WrestleMania week, boys. Uh, a lot of stuff going on as usual. Uh, great for the fans. But first, before we get into the stuff that happened this week, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Paper Champion. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for season five are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next paper champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. All right. We say it. We've been saying it. It's coming down. End of season four. Uh, as WrestleMania season five starts up. Thereafter. Sign up, people. We just not too not too much time left. Um, you know what's crazy? I looked at the standings yesterday. I'm in fifth place, but I got a chance. I I got a chance to take the whole thing. I'm not Tommy, that far out. Tommy's down low too, and he also has a chance as well. Anything could happen in, in uh Dude, in WrestleMania. This man. weekend is everything. Everything mm-hmm. you work to get here. I'm currently in second place. Not a big deal, two time champ, but not also. Not yeah, I'm I'm right behind you. I'll catch you. In, I'll catch you up by the pre show. But uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what <laughs> happens. Uh, we'll get into what happened last night at SmackDown. But those two matches started off our paper champion week. Um, but first, before we get to Mania stuff, uh, Dark Side of the Ring season three got announced. Uh, coming April. Oh, I'm sorry, April, May sixth. 
just I, I mean, we've talked about it many times in here on the show. People talk about it everywhere else. It's it's such a great show for wrestling fans. Uh, they go. It's on Vice TV. They go into a lot of detail that maybe other places wouldn't. Uh, they kind of cross lines that maybe other places wouldn't with with these certain stories. Uh, this year we have. Uh, it looks like Brian Pillman, uh, Nick Gage, uh, the Collision in Korea, which I'm not too familiar with, but I'd like to get to know. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior, which should obviously always be interesting. Mm-hmm. Grizzly Smith again, something I'm not familiar with, but I'd love to get to know about it. And then the Dynamite Kid. So. Uh, just from stuff we've seen in the past with the Owen Hart, the Chris Benoit. Um, what else did we see? Uh, Dino Bravo, Bruiser Brody, like uh, stuff like that. They really went to good detail and like kind of showed, unfortunately, the dark side of stuff. But still, it's very uh, informational for fans that may have not known uh, about that growing up. And then they kind of go into de- gr- almost like grim detail of, of the events. But uh Noodles, we were talking about before we got on here. Just a uh, big fan of the show. Like, what? What are you excited for season three? Absolutely, I love the show. Um, you know, it's it's real life stuff, bro. Like, it's behind the scenes stuff, and it's not always all sunshine and rainbows that some people might think. You know, it is, and how fake wrestling is, but it's pretty dark, man. And, and a lot of people go through a lot of trials and tribulations doing so. And it's always, you know, pretty interesting to hear and see all these stories and find out about new wrestlers that you know things we never heard of or maybe even thought to know, which is pretty fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, and like I said, they I, sometimes they kind of go in a direction that maybe like anti Vince because like Vince could be technically be behind a lot of the uh, negativity that comes. Well, he out. was he was the straw that stirred the drink for forty years. Yeah, so uh, try to I mean we try to avoid like taking any any uh, negativity towards him, but I mean sometimes shit happens, so we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of story. The Pillman story can bring out a lot of shit. So mm-hmm. we've heard stories from his son on like how they used uh um after Pillman died they interviewed his mom the next night on raw like that's i mean well i'm sure that'll get brought up too so we'll see what happens um listen though it's wrestlemania week boys we started off hot i mean we had raw it was okay whatever raw blah, blah, blah. but the hall of fame it was fugazi it was fugazi raw sucked um for a go home show for wrestlemania Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gays. But we're we're gonna avoid uh we gotta stay positive this week, hopefully. I'm gonna try my best. Uh Hall of Fame. Two nights. Or not well, two nights, but you know what I mean. Uh, two Hall of Fames, two one Hall of night. Fames, one night, yes. One place. One place. Peacock. No, no crowd. <clears throat> virtual. Virtual, very virtual. Uh Tommy, we'll start off with you. Who is your favorite inductee of the Hall of Fame this year? Uh I gotta go with Kane. Just Kane. you know what he you know what he did for the last twenty plus years and everything. And I, I mentioned before how he reinvented himself for all those years. You know, came out as the monster. You know, in Hell in the Cell, and then you know went from there. Then he took the mask off and went even more like deranged and everything. Then he put the mask back on. Then he became Corporate Kane. So like you know, his character never got stale for me. And when he got announced for Hall of Fame, I was like, you know, about time. And I thought he should have been in. A while ago, I mean, obviously he hasn't like officially retired yet, but I mean, I just thought ever since he became mayor, wherever he is down in Tennessee, I believe it is Knoxville. No, yeah, so Knox um, County. yeah, Knox County. Sorry, so, yeah. so no, definitely, definitely, right and, and, and it was very cool. Like he did the whole like he goes thank you, and he goes Kane has something to say. He did the whole you know fire pyrotechnics and stuff. So that was very cool. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, 
I like the RVD's stuff. I think RVD's speech was my favorite. Uh, a lot of uh, leading up to it, a lot of cross pot references recently with uh, with Riddle and uh, and him. I think it's pretty pretty funny where they're going with that. Uh, but I thought his speech felt the most genuine to me. I mean, I think unfortunately we're in a time where they couldn't have. All right. I think they could have, but I don't know why, but they didn't have the live crowd, no one in the audience. So it kind of like took away from a lot of it for the Hall of Fame, especially you had to cover two of them too. So yeah. uh, you could definitely talk about that as well. But uh, NJ3, just to maybe your top inductee, your favorite speech, a moment that stuck out to you in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it was it was a lot, right? Because I didn't know what to expect, right? So I guess just kind of just starting from the beginning, you know, we're, we're having this Hall of Fame ceremony that was pre-taped and pre-done, right? Which is... Um, you know, interesting, right? Because that means they have chance to dub it and filter it and do whatever they have to do and make sure that everything's all edited correctly and, and whatnot. Because one thing I noticed, like I like the format, right? We've been to Hall of Fames. Yeah. Um, they're fun, they're long, and they're tiring sometimes. But no disrespect, no, no. disrespect. But when you sit in the crowd and you just listen to people talk for four hours, it becomes a lot, right? Yes. So I like the fact that they kind of put almost time constraints around speeches, but then the people you want to hear more from, you didn't get a chance to, right? Like I would have loved to have heard more from NWO. I would love to have heard more from, from Eric Bischoff. I felt like RVDs was the only speech that I feel like he just kind of spoke from the heart. Yep. I feel like everyone was almost like a little bit scripted and reading off the teleprompter or something like that. If they, I don't know if you kind of noticed that, but I did actually, um, I thought RVDs was the most genuine ones. I felt like he legit just like spoke and was like, you know, he just shared it. Um, which I thought was really good. Um, I mean, the one that stuck out to me, like Kane was great at the end, man. He got got all the feels, man. He was like, you know, referring to Mark and Glenn Jacobs and and that everything. That was really cool to just kind of hear those, um, you know, pull back the curtain kind of thing. Um, you know, that um, Isaac Yankum was his mom's favorite wrestler. That was kind of funny moment. That was <laughs> yeah. cool. I, pre- I, appreciate, I appreciated that. Um, but I mean, it was all good. I guess I would go with RVD. I thought that was just really real to me. No, I agree. I think Kane's. Uh, I'm not sure if you have much, like, if you guys were watching the whole thing in full, but Kane's video package beforehand, I thought really like stuck out to me. I think they put a good song with it. Um, I believe they used Chevelle "Seeing Red" or whatever the song was. It's like an old school yeah, song. Yeah, "Seeing Red" again. Yeah, yeah. It's from a song from back in the day, but. Um, I thought that was really well put together. Obviously, WWE production video packages is like their top thing so they you can't really go wrong with that but uh noodles uh anyone stick out to you we had the bellows go in this year how, how yeah uh, the bellows was a big one for me uh obviously for <laughs> but um yeah i mean the show, the show was great i mean yeah jersey was you know you guys are right a lot of it did feel scripted at times and you know they didn't get its full due diligence with their speeches but for me it was still the nwo and and the bellows just because of you know the trailblazing that you know those those forces brought to the table and that was the most meaningful to me, I guess, growing up for both uh, male and female wrestlers. So, yeah, no, nah, I, I, like you, like you said, yours, I just wish like the, like someone like the NWO could have been in front of a crowd. Like I feel like hundred percent, mm-hmm. it felt so forced and like, uh, even Molly Holly's like, I thought she, had, she dropped a really good line in the beginning. Um, like even mentioning Vince, which they say you're not supposed to do in the Hall of Fame. It's like, but after that, like you can almost see her eyes moving with like a prompter. It's like, I guess take advantage of a fans not being there and being able to like read your speech as opposed to like looking down at paper, which essentially, I guess like people bring out paper anyway and read off the paper. So like, it's not, I guess reading off a prompter isn't like a, a, a bad thing, but it just felt so 
scripted. Maybe they were even like given their speeches beforehand. Like sometimes I feel like I just I think it probably just had to keep it short and simple just because of the time allotment. You know, they were doing two classes and, and one virtually. So I think that was three hours, which was pretty, I thought pretty impressive. I mean, you're getting all that in, in three hours, yeah, two sure. hall of fames. Like, wow. It's kind of like, it's funny though. Cause like when we've been to hall of fames, we've been with people that one fell, is, we've been yeah. with people that fell asleep during a hall of fame. Jamie. Oh yeah. Disrespectfully uh, fell asleep during the warrior speech. Yeah. Very disrespectful. The shit, JD. <laughs> but, uh, and Fucking I'm guy. not one to like complain. I, if I'm watching it at home, I'm not, I don't care how long it is. I love, I used to go back and watch Hall of Fame's speeches, like ones that I've seen already. I love that shit. That's, that's what I'm about. But being there, obviously, it's a different story. You're sitting in a, in a, in a, in a stadium seat and then four or five hours go by. And it's like, oh, God, Jesus Christ, you just want to get out of there. But the fact that no one was there, I feel like maybe you could almost take advantage of having the long speeches. And I don't know. I guess it is also awkward for the inductees to talk in front of nobody. Like, like they didn't even have the wrestlers out there. Yeah, nobody. Like yeah. The people were there in the back dressed up in suits and nice dresses, but no one was even out. You weren't even talking to anybody. I thought that was kind that of was, awkward. That was a little interesting. That was a weird approach. I feel like you could have at least put the wrestlers there and you could have panned some of the wrestlers' facial expressions to make it look feel a little bit more real. Yeah. Um, that was like my gripe. Like I asked a couple of people, like, what do they think about it? It was mixed mixed reactions, right? They liked the fact that it was it was short, sweet to the point. But they miss the authenticity of what it's supposed to stand for. And yeah. that's just sometimes it's hard to do when you have all the, I guess, the stuff that you had going on that night. But you had the people there. I mean, and I'm sure those all those interviews are pre-recorded. Sure. But authenticity, man, makes things feel real and, and makes you connect to it. So now um I think Dave Batista was probably the smartest man by not I think even though his like schedule was set up, I feel like I wouldn't want to be inducted that way if i was him i wonder if anyone else had the option to like bail out and reschedule like if i was the nwo like come on that's a big deal man or like bischoff i mean i don't know i would have i would have waited for like next year try to wait for next year it's just like so much i guess like the other guys but like i don't know it just sucked yeah, like, i would too why not as a big fan of the hall of fame like just to see it go down like that i mean granted it's you're still getting inducted you're still it's still like the same award you're still going to be recognized as a hall of famer but i just feel like the induction ceremony like i'm not going to go back and watch that one ever don't watch that one and don't watch the mr t speech if you can help it (laughs) we live did we live mr t yeah oh we did we did yeah and we lived no not hill i wouldn't say we didn't live hillbilly gym but that was a bad one too no no people say he's still talking i know yeah he's still talking okay About circumstances. Yeah. That was just, that was the key word. And that's <laughs> you know who we th- were there for, right? A lot. A lot. <laughs> uh Razor Ramon was my favorite though. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, I think overall oh, his like, line was really close. His line was the best. What was it again, Joey? Uh bad times don't last forever, but the bad guy good, what, come on. Good hey. times don't last forever, but bad guy. I forget what it was, but it was just a solid speech. He ended it was short and that was fine, but yeah, it was good. That was a short and sweet one that like stuck with me. I think that's like my favorite Hall of Fame moment of all time. And just being there for it was even better. Oh um, God, yeah. Moving along in this beautiful week of WrestleMania, <laughs> NXT stand and deliver. Holy shnikes. Mm-hmm. Two nights of the best wrestling show, in my opinion, in the world right now. Night one. And new was a common theme there. Uh, new tag team champions, MSK, 
New woman's good job. You want you wanted that beer bet. Good job. I did. Can you share some of the, can you share a beer with me on one of these beer bets yeah, you win? So it's like you That's win pretty often. So shout out to <laughs> Gurge Brooms at the From the Top Row podcast. Uh we do beer bets every every pay-per-view. And uh we choose a winner from a match. I think I'm like seven and all right now. Yeah, yeah. He says he needs to get a couple of wins under his belt. So uh we still have WrestleMania. We still have WrestleMania to to finish off the weekend, but I, I have an idea if I continue my reign here of uh two more wins. It may include something to do with the Undertaker and Kurt Hawkins. So we'll just uh we'll keep that under wraps. But uh yeah, MSK won. I took MSK in my beer bet with Gurge. Uh and then uh I uh Raquel Gonzalez, new women's champion. I think it's much deserved. Um, Jersey. Who else do we have in night one? What else do we got going here? Bronson Reed won the uh, <laughs> match. Uh, nice, nice. Listen, you know what? I know we're talking about night one, so I'll leave out my night two. But um, was surprised. Didn't expect it. Second the match finished. I knew there was going to be something being said my way, and you yeah, sent it right funny. away. Do you know who wasn't surprised? Um, was that? Oh, you. Me, I know. I wasn't. Surprised. I know. Yeah. Uh, hey, you did hey. it. I'm mean, granted hey. the, second, the second half of that didn't really go as, as planned. No, I thought they, they went back to. I thought it should. I thought they should have capitalized on that, but whatever. It's just my opinion. Um, we had Champa versus Walter. I mean, <laughs> can, we, can we talk about it even more? I mean, jeez. Yeah. Um, and then Kushida and Pete Dunn. I believe that would be it for night one. Mm-hmm. I'm just scrolling through here. Uh, Nikki Noodles. What was your takeaway from night one of NXT Stand to Deliver? Oh incredible as always that all they do is deliver down at nxt so no surprise there and i was standing actually watching the solo too <laughs> so was, it the, was it was it the nina uh performance that's what really got you jacked up <laughs> nita is special there's no denying that <laughs> so you were standing and they delivered i think that's the goal there yeah they did well done the many all every match was incredible on both nights but yeah no, nothing else to be said about it and just nothing better nothing better NJ3, I mean, on stand and deliver. Yeah, I thought it was like a real. You know, it's it's funny, right? Because like NXT, I feel like has been for at least I'm talking about WWE right now. I think NXT has been the well, I, it is the best, but it's it really handled the pandemic the best under Superior, all the circumstances. And I thought it was cool because you're getting to a point now where the world is kind of opening up down there a little bit, and they're going to be able to kind of welcome some fans back, which we had legitimate fans yes. at stand and deliver, which was really cool. That helped a lot. But it was like almost like a cool like reset moment, right? We've been in this pandemic and we're still in the pandemic, but we were in the heart of the pandemic during majority of last year into this year. And what was cool is like this is like a unique opportunity to almost like hit the reset button, right? We have a new tag team that we didn't have at the beginning of the pandemic. They are now our tag team champions. Raquel Gonzalez is a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how this girl was so perfectly handled and booked. I mean, she had wins against Rhea Ripley. She pinned Io Shirai in the War Games match. She was supposed to be the enforcer to Dakota Kai, and she was. She was the first ever women's tag team champions in NXT. And she now defeated arguably the the hottest and best women's wrestler going at this moment. Yep. I mean, and new new. NXT women's champion, Raquel Gonzalez. I am for that. I know it said ad nauseum, but like the the... The comparisons, and I'm not saying 
actual ability, but like the comparisons to like the way they booked this from like Sean and Diesel aspect, right? Like she's big mommy cool. Yeah, <laughs> and she called herself that, which is what I love. Like I love that they oh, actually yeah. they refer to. Oh, her. I like that. Yeah, I like That's that. Cool. But like I know the compare the, the everyone says the comparisons are there, so you can go any other route. Like a guy, a heel and his heater compared to them. Like, but like the progression of when Diesel came in as Sean's heater, and then the the push he got after that was like unreal. Mm-hmm. And I just think like she's like you said, Jerry, she's gonna be a freaking star. Like, and it's not just like because of her size, like her work ethic is like for she her. feels so important every yeah. time I see her. Looking just looking at her, like her presence is like when she, she, the back flex in the ring is just like, I mean, come on. It's like a, I don't know, just something they can't do her. enough laugh to destroy you back and to look like that. Her her and Rhea, and I've said this before, are like the future, like big uh i don't even know what the what term you could use without offending i don't want to offend anybody but like the big girls of like the you know like the Ooh. monsters the monster girls yeah. for for wrestling not your future. prototypical wwe superstar girls yeah and like ones that could work in the enforcer, oh my god yeah. for sure. dude seeing seeing raquel move with eo like she did and sell the spots that she, are you kidding me like the the girl moved like she was five foot three mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like everything, like she made EO look like so strong. And then she looks strong in her own, you know, her own self because of, you know, the moves that she does. Dude, she's legit. Like she is really legit. And let's not, let's not take away from EO and her, her, her oh, tip your and, cap. And uh, that spot she did off the skull, dude. I mean, unreal. Like she has you heard no Kevin Owens, you're next. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, exactly. Where's the pirate ship at, son? And the cool uh, part, I, and I always like to like, you know, the fact that you're going to get long title runs out of this. You know what yeah. I mean? Because no one's beating her anytime soon, and she's going to rattle off a dominant, dominant era here. And you know what's great about NXT, man? No matter how she's booked, whether it's babyface or heel, looks like right now she's rocking the heel thing, which I'm I'm down with. Uh, just for now, you have so many people down there that can go for that title, man. Mm-hmm. Especially they build up Zoe Stark recently, who's who could be a, a title uh, challenger. Tony Storm's down there. Uh, Dakota, Martinez, Dakota. Martinez, Dakota can do something with her. Frankie like, Monet or Mo. Monet. Yo, yeah, listen, right. hold up. So I got confused, man, because like obviously, she, kind of going off track here, but they were they were promoting Frankie going into the uh, the the program there. But I thought Frankie was the dog for the <laughs> longest time. But whose dog was Frankie when we were growing up? <laughs> Didn't someone have a dog they named Frankie? Frankie. I think. Let me look it up. Hold on. Yeah, because like I thought that's who they were promoting. I'm like, wait. And then they said, then they on Stand Deliver Night One, they said Frankie Monet. I was like, okay, that's her name now. I just got confused. I was like, wait. So I I, I confused myself going into the uh the debut coming up, but <laughs> I love that name, Frankie Monet. Well, let's see. Yeah, me too. Let's see what uh, Tuesday night has to bring in. We'll see what yeah. the dog's name really is. Yeah, it's like watch it's, it's like Nikki Noodles. No, it's like something basic. I looked up on her on her Instagram, but uh, Nikki. It's like money. Uh, no, it's not money. Uh, Frankie was the bird for Coco Beware. Oh, there you go. I'm to way off. So <laughs> just go. disregard yeah. everything I just said. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wasn't Frankie like uh, a different species, Joe? <laughs> what is what? No, what was Al Snow's Chihuahua's name? Uh, let's look it up. Hold on, Josephine. Al Snow Chihuahua. Al Snow. Let's see. Um, 
Pepper. Man, Pepper wait. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Let's All right, we are up. done with this, this, with, with this game. Yo, you're strong everywhere else. We and just that- lost a couple of lead, uh, <laughs> listeners right at that moment. They're like, uh, we're done. And that was episode 50. See you guys later. Uh, Tom, what do you think of Chompa Walter? I think. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, come on. It was just a war between those two. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, the welts on Walter's chest. I mean, when was the last time you've seen him get like that? You know what I mean? That was just like, holy shit just insane and you know and Ciampa took some hits too I mean just all around awesome match I really thought Imperium was going to get involved which they didn't which I thought was cool you know Walter did it on his own which was very cool to see as he normally does though. I feel like he when does he ever really go into a title defense where like Imperium actually gets involved I feel like he does things on his own yeah that, which is yeah that's cool so I like that but it was cool at the end when they came out of one and they did the whole you know yeah salute or whatever the hell they do so now nah, it was very very cool, and and I guess Chomp is listening to us because he finally shaved his head, which was good to see. <laughs> he looks so much like a badass, bro. Oh, my God. That's fucking awesome. Bad. So, yeah, awesome match. My favorite match of night one. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was mine too. Like, not, I mean, no disregard to any of the other of matches. Course, yeah, fantastic, yeah. but like that just stuck out to me. Ooh. I love how they sold the chop when they cut the announcer's table in half with that, with Walter's chop. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Way, to, way to make him look like a fucking monster, dude. Yeah. Like, this guy. When's the last time we've seen someone both like him? Look at that title reign. Goldberg. Right? Goldberg. Right? Like, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, WCW Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not like, not <laughs> now <laughs> Goldberg. No, no, no. But, uh. But Walter works, though, man. He puts yeah. on, like, raw matches, bro. He's he's the real deal. I love it. I love everything about Walter right now. I don't know what they have planned for him, like, when he dro- if he drops the title, when he drops the title to who. Like, I, don't I even hope know. he doesn't. I hope he keeps it for years and years. <laughs> Keep him like a freaking monster. I awesome. think the, the only way you could, like, save that is, like, he's, when he goes, if he goes to the main roster, he has to drop the title and that's it. And, like, yeah. just call it a day. Like, he never actually loses it. I don't know who could fucking beat him, man. I don't know either, yeah. It's wild. Love it. I love how he's booked. He works like a like a, a small guy sometimes too. The the bumps he takes and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, all right. So night two. Stand over night one was fantastic. The the hopes for night two stuck around for me there. Uh, I was very excited for night two. Uh a lot of big matches. They they opened up the show with uh a number one contender tag team match in the kickoff, uh Breeze Angle versus Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Now I this could have been around for a while, but this new this theme that Killian Dane and Drake Maverick have. Did you guys hear it on uh, on Wednesday on Thursday? I I did miss unfortunately the the, the pre show, but okay. was it was it their funny thing like where like it's like that dance thing like yeah it was dude, it, they, it, they mixed in like heavy metal into it too now oh so, that's so I thought it was very funny and like Drake Maverick jumped all over Killian Dane's back, but they ended up winning the match, so they're the new number one contenders for uh, MSK, which is pretty cool. Um, Shout out to Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. <laughs> Shrek and Donkey, if you want to call them that. There you go. Uh, we had the Cruiserweight Championship ladder match to, to see who the, the real Cruiserweight Championship was, uh, champion is. Santos Escobar came out on top. Phenomenal match. I'm just going to go through the, the results quick, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, Shotzi and Ember retained against the way. I, I thought it was a, a very uh, – I think nothing against the girls, but my – not my least favorite match, but definitely the lesser of the matches from the weekend, but I, or from the the two nights, but very still very good. Um, then we had Johnny Organo versus Bronson Reed. Unfortunately, Johnny Organo came out on top. Shout out to Bronson hey, Reed. Though. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you, what gonna, are you gonna do? do? Johnny wrestling, right? Johnny takeover. Johnny takeover. Uh, Johnny. Bronson <laughs> looked like he belonged though. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, and new carrying cross, new NXT champion back uh, back on top. I think we all kind of 
had that coming, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Carrying Cross. And then Cole versus O'Reilly. I mean, match of the week, the whole week, I think we could argue right now, even before WrestleMania happened. So uh, with that being said, Nikki Noodles, night two, stand and deliver. Were you still standing? And then did they deliver? Yeah, I got a little tired, though. But I I, I, I bet his calves did. His calves yeah. probably definitely got tired. You, you know, Dehydrated. It's, it's, it's not my strong suit. No. <laughs> My, I mean, my my favorite match was 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 Cross and Baylor though. Uh, okay. As great as Cole and, and O'Reilly Kor was, uh, I just there's something about the work that Finn's been doing. I mean, he's just so cool, and the fact that he actually put put a little bit of hurting on Carrying Cross too, which is we haven't really seen that as as much as uh, you know one would one would wouldn't expect. And yeah. he, he's just a monster. Crosses everything about Cross. I just fucking love. Guy's a beast. Did you notice his little gladiator gear came out with this? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we another, get- another another monster who's going to have a very very long long reign as champion. Tommy, real quick, I someone mentioned that's uh, from the Mortal Kombat video game Shao Kahn. That was his. Okay, his, uh, his album because cool. he's a huge yeah. No, he's a huge video game fan because someone's like, is that Shao Kahn? Because you got it. So yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I like yeah. to shout out to uh, the outside world. It's that's always nice. Uh, he's um, very interactive, man. It's pretty yeah. cool to see someone that's in as big as he is now. Dude, he interacts with us the whole time. Dude, that's yeah. how you that's how you get a fan base nowadays, man. People just like that little like or retweet, and you'll you'll be loved immediately. He's got fans. he's got me locked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Scarlet's got me locked too, but uh, <laughs> that goes without that's saying. Hurt. That's that's neither hurt. here nor there. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah, shout out to Karrion Cross, man. I mean, obviously he didn't he never lost the title. I'd still think he'd be champion now, but I mean it kind of gave it's cool to see like granted not cool to see him get hurt, but him go down and then Finn get that chance, right? Finn's like you said, noodles last week. The things he's done this past title reign have been the best we've seen of Finn Balor ever in WWE. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the fact that Finn was able to get that chance and then give back cross what was rightfully his this whole time. I think it's really cool to see them book that that way. So uh, Triple H always taking care of his guys, especially guys that mean a lot to this business. So and they definitely do. They're uh, still the future of this business. So um, pretty cool to see cross get that title back and we'll see what, what happens uh, here and out. And, and, uh, and the fact that cross cross got even more jacked and bigger than he was before he left too is even remarkable guys yeah. free. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, it was a great, uh, it was definitely a heavyweight championship match. Uh, wasn't, you're not going to get your spots at your high spots with, with Finn Balor and, uh, and, and cross as we've seen Balor's last few matches with O'Reilly, the, the, the brutal matches they've had, it's it definitely showed in this one too. Um, NJ three, uh, stand deliver night two. Anything else that that stuck out to you there? I, I mean, mean, you're gonna, you're not gonna, you're gonna not believe that I'm saying is I'm not even, I'm not even ribbing you, as they would say <laughs> in the business. I'm not ribbing you, dude. We can't but, say that we're fans. We can't use their the verbiage. Come on. Oh yes, yeah. we can. Illegally use the, the fifty plus hours we've invested on this podcast, the thousands and thousands of dollars we spent going and supporting through the years. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Um, all jokes aside, I was listen. Cross and Balor, you knew what you were gonna get. You knew they were going to deliver, no pun intended. You knew what O'Reilly and, and Cole were going to do. But what I didn't realize is how much more I am behind supporting Bronson Reed. Ooh. You know, for a big guy like this to work with a, with a smaller guy like Johnny, to work in on a big stage like, like NXT TakeOver and show up and show out and show like he belongs – truly impressed me that night i'm watching the match and i'm thinking about you joey because i know that was we, we you know it's it's just yeah. it's that fun rivalry we got but i'm like 
you know what? Sometimes Joey calls the wrong shots. This could be a good shot call. Um, he usually buries careers, but this one may not be able to be buried because he won't allow it to be buried because he's actually that good. Um, he he was fantastic in the match. I loved it. Like you, like I said, you can expect what you can expect in certain matches. Who's depending on in the match? You didn't know what you were going to get out of Bronson Reed and, and Johnny Gargano. You know what Johnny was going to bring you, but sure. could Bronson match? Could and I thought he absolutely did. Yeah. He absolutely hung. And that really stood out to me. And I was just, I was pleasantly surprised and I enjoyed the hell out of it. He's my uh, Bull Dempsey redemption story. Oh no, don't <laughs> drop that name on the show. <laughs> Shout out to Bullfit. Uh, but dude, yeah, I mean like. I'm waiting for Nick to say something. <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy speaking, speak, speaking of Bullfit, he's going to be at the, uh, the Wrestling Universe out in Queens, Joey. So if you want to take the trip and, and you get you get your three articles of uh, memorabilia signed. I don't actually have Bull anything. I, I actually never supported Bull Dempsey financially. Um, just on you used to tape your wrist just like him when we used to watch wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I signed, I bought the Bullfit DVDs. Um, <laughs> listen, man, I mean, you have hits and misses with your fandom here, but uh, I think Bronson Reed's a hit. I think, you know what, he might be one of those guys, and I've said it before, even when he first came, that – Vince is going to get an eye on and be like, dude, I need him up here now. <laughs> Big man can jump off the top rope and split like that. Tsunami dude, that splash. backflip. Oh, oh, dude. That, that was awesome. Was dude, the guy's, the guy's so almost rare, pushing bro. 400 like pounds. Yeah. And he's a guy that that big and that athletic is so rare and so special yeah. that if it's used properly, it could. It's a game changer, man. You just worry because like, look at what I, I like, don't like I don't Joe wanna, get hurt a lot. Yeah, I don't want to talk about like the main roster thing because it's talked about so much but like with look at Keith Lee he got put up on the main roster great things happened but they re- they altered his moveset yeah. like I don't want that to happen in Bronson I want him to stay down in NXT I want him to succeed down there I think he I want could. him to close the doors close the door down there keep everyone in bring more people in but don't let anyone go yeah, yeah. lock, lock yeah. him out lock him out <laughs> headlock um, headlock that shit <laughs> And then what else do we have? We have, oh the cruiserweight ladder match, man. Tommy, take us through that uh, if you Ooh. want. I mean, you can talk about anything you want, but I feel like that was the next one up. But like, what are we? Jeez. Both, I mean, I both thought, men showed uh, up there. Absolutely. And uh, my prediction, I thought no one was like, I thought it was gonna do like a false finish. They were both gonna, and I really thought that was gonna happen. Yeah. And then fucking Devlin took that fucking bump off. I was like, okay, I guess that's not happening. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, man, that was. That was one hell of a spot that he took to end the match. I mean, very cool, awesome match, and very cool Escobar. I liked it. It was pretty cool at the end when he stand on top of both belts and shit. So that was very cool. His son came out too, which is that was cool. cool. Yeah, with the mask, yeah. with the mask on him and whatnot. Very cool, very awesome match. So I mean, definitely, definitely lived up to the hype. So it was very cool. Absolutely. Uh, can we say it enough, man? Santos Escobar is a fucking main event star, dude. Oh yeah. Absolutely not like unreal. And how he uses and how he uses the boys, man, to get over every match is fucking unbelievable. It's so Dude. it's so great. I love that heel work. It's great. <laughs> Mate, I don't consider the cruiserweight championship. I consider that like the intercontinental championship, even though the North American Down championship there, yeah, is absolutely. yeah, but like you have the North American too, but like I look at that cruiserweight championship, man. I'm like, holy shit, that means something now. It's like, when's the last time you felt that? Enzo Amore, probably, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. You remember his run with that Cruiserweight title? I actually loved it. I, well, I thought that was fantastic. Honestly, it was probably some of the best singles work he was doing, to be quite honest. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Um, I don't know, man. I I did watch 205 Live then. I don't watch it now, though. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I, love the, I love everyone that works in that company, but Jesus, I can't yeah. watch 205 Live. Um, what else do we have? Jersey? What do we? I had the, the match list up here. Um, O'Reilly Cole. Here. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's... uh. 
I mean, geez. I mean, this is, I mean, listen, this is something that I know that's hold dear to your heart. So I, I want to kind of pivot that question back to you. Mm. Why don't you tell us about what you thought about Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, because I know what it meant to me, but I know this meant a hell of a lot to you. It did. Uh, the video package made that, uh, official when they released the last week, the prime target. So I was definitely invested. I love both of these, uh, competitors. Adam Cole's, like I say all the time is my favorite wrestler right now, but, um, you wonder, I mean, they went through a lot in this match, man, a lot, uh, those spots, some of those spots they took, uh, Tommy, I mentioned you in this group chat, the, the one through the stage was insane. Like, I mean, shit, that stage, the way they had that set up was like, they don't usually do that. The continuation, yeah. uh, was like flush with the ring apron. So that was pretty cool. They did I that. love that. It's one of my favorite back in the day from like when they used to do that. Yeah. Um, but it was just a great match, man. I mean, I they have this history before WWE that maybe not everyone is familiar with, uh, where they they've had these types of matches before, but now it's on that bigger stage and everyone gets to see it now. So I'm glad they were able to do that. I'm not sure where they're going after this, though. Uh, they they really harped on how they uh, after the match they put uh, Cole on the stretcher, put him in the neck brace. Um, that spot th- to end the match, man, on the chair with the knee drop, with the chain around his knee, oh, like everything yeah. about that. It was just yeah. the methodical. The, whoever came up with that, I'm sure it could have been Kyle, could have been Cole, could have been Triple H. I have no idea. But whoever came up with that spot and the uh, the execution of it as well, it just everything was like perfect. Um, I don't know where they go with this, man. I, I, I'm, I'm so intrigued. <clears throat> didn't see Roddy, didn't see Bobby Fish. Thought maybe we can get an appearance from one of them. Didn't. I'm okay with that. I'm not saying I wanted it, but I thought we could have maybe seen them. Um, I don't know. Very, very happy with that match. Like I said, I think it might be match of the the week for me uh, until we, we get through WrestleMania. But uh, right now, that's the, that's the one that sticks out for me right now. Um, and they both got new entrance music. It's official, man. Like it's done. Undisputed Era is done for right now. At least for right now. Very upset about that. Like that theme music. You know how like with the shield, like Roman took the 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 shield music. I thought maybe Cole could have kept the uh, undisputed era. You would it would have made perfect sense for him to keep it. Yeah. Um, but we'll get used to his new. I, yeah. I just like I know he threw the boom when he got on the apron, but like the, there was no boom, and I was like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was different. Yeah, it, it was just a little different. But I'm sure they'll they'll find a way. They always do. Um, I don't know, man. That match was great. I loved it. It was it was personal. It was. It was culminating. It was breathtaking. It was it delivered everything that you can ever hope for in in a feud like this that didn't have championship um, implications around yeah. it. It was it's it's more than you could have imagined. Uh, I mean, what the, what they did and how they what they actually you know, again, no pun intended. What they delivered in that match was just top notch. And I'm with you, Joe. It was it, it has to be match of the week and probably and even probably even for seeing Mania. No disrespect to the main roster. How can you top that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you top that? Triple H, like, I love, like, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, it was like one of the NXT uh, documentary shows. I forget what it was called. It was on the network. It was like that series. Remember that series they had, Jers? Like the the backstage series, like NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget the name, but it was like a series. I liked of sh- it too. Yeah, it was a series I'll, of I'll shows. Look it, really it was leading up to, I think, uh, when Corbin got called up. So it was WrestleMania 32. Whatever the NXT series was, they like lead up to that, and they were doing like call ups. Like after NXT Dallas, uh, whatever, whatever. I forget if there was a name for it. Uh, Triple H, they, he's talking to the whole roster in the back after the show, and he's like top like 
basically telling the main roster to like top that motherfucker like basically yeah. like just kind of yeah. like that's that's if that's so their, they, you know yeah. it's so cool the the camaraderie they have down there um it just like to have that mentality going into wrestlemania weekend it's like every year you have to they're, breaking they're sh- ground breaking ground yeah that's a show thank you but uh every every takeover how is every takeover the best takeover we've ever seen like i don't understand it's like insane because everyone that's why i know why but like it's just crazy i can't believe it that and i say we say it all the time nxt is under is under the same company as raw and smackdown jesus christ um big question i I don't think anything tops brooklyn though the first one that we were at which is first i was the second one first one but the first big one yeah first big real arena well, we were there for that, so we we're definitely biased. Um, I mean, match too sweet, too sweet yeah. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha. I mean, come yeah. on, best greatest match of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I but, never felt emotions like that watching a wrestling match in my life. Either have I. I almost cried, and I was wearing a Sasha Banks shirt, shirt and she lost. <laughs> you were wearing a Banks shirt. I was, <laughs> and you had the things. You had the legit boss. Um, no, I did Yes, you did. It no, was I great. Did you yeah, did. you did, bro. I don't know if he had the legit one, but he definitely had the boss one. Oh, come on. <laughs> My fingers are too fat. Wouldn't even fit on my hand. No, no, um, no. Just mess it. Joey, I'm ribbing you. I'm just ribbing you. So I have something noted down here that I want to talk about mid uh, stand deliver review, but uh, I thought it was cool. The fact that we had fans back to see um, like the debut things in the crowd. So like the, they debuted Saray with Stephanie next to Stephanie McMahon. And uh, she's like an unbecoming, uh, I believe she's Japanese. I don't want to say the wrong country or wrong nationality but i believe she's a japanese wrestler that's like very highly touted so i'm excited to see that and then uh gable stevenson a 20 year old uh ncaa wrestling champion division one out of i believe he's out of minnesota um 20 years old and he's already getting the the rub ski so a lot of uh potential there uh for the future of nxt they have those other two kids uh rick steiner's kid and then uh Parker Boudreau, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so That's a our lot boy of, right there. Yeah, P- WWE gets a lot of uh, slack now for stealing uh, independent wrestler talent and then not creating their own. And then now you have these three guys coming in who've never wrestled before. So let's see what they can do with that. So I'm pretty excited. Um, and I just like the fact that they can bring in these again with with fans have those like debuts in the crowd like that was something big about nxt you knew you were gonna get something on a big takeover like someone's gonna be in the crowd right so i thought that was pretty cool um so yeah stand and deliver really delivered and i'm pun intended i said it on purpose i think everyone you can say that uh for nxt every time so i'm very happy with what we got from them this week um there was another show on wednesday night if you even knew i honestly didn't even watch AEW this week i'm gonna be honest with you guys uh Mike Tyson was there, and the Young Bucks turned heel. That, those are the big things that came out of AEW. And Jericho uh, cuts a hell of a promo. And he yeah, cuts, and he cuts a hell of a promo. Uh, Noodles, just thoughts on Tyson being back in AEW real quick. Oh, amazing, man. How awesome is it to see the, the new and improved Mike Tyson, man? He hasn't lost a beat right back in his, his tip-top shape. So uh, love Iron Mike and the fact that he aligned with Jericho, which was which was really cool because, uh, you know, they had their their feud in the past, but to help him put him over the pinnacle was, was pretty cool. It was not special to see. Yeah, oh, the good. pinnacle. Yeah. What do you know? Speaking of the no, shout out to Wardlow. Shout out to Wardlow. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's all. Just make it sure. Tyson better not touch Wardlow, I swear to God. Never. <laughs> um, so it's funny, Tom. The big show shows up or Paul White shows up in uh in AEW and the Young Bucks turned heel for the fourth time. Yeah, heel it's turns like, all like around. Everybody. Just kidding. It was a joke, guys. Relax. Um I they still show that like 
I know they turned heel, but it's still not like real to me. I want to see them like cut a promo with uh, Kenny and uh, and the Good Brothers. But do do you think they eventually go like full blown like back to Bullet Club here? I mean, it certainly seems like they are. I mean, they got yeah. pretty much all them. I mean, obviously, you still got the guys over in Japan and Balor's obviously in WWE. But I mean, you got most of the, the big guys there. I mean, like Kenny and them, and for the last like you know few years. But I mean, who knows? I mean. Can they call themselves that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, they got to make up that. a new name. Yeah, unless, unless Japan gives them the okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Tom, Tom Tonga just tweeted out. I believe it was last night. Um, to Moxie, he's like, looks like we need a hand over there. Maybe the, uh, we get an appearance from Tom and Tonga and the other boys. So that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, before we get into uh, Mania predictions, boys, I wanted to end something on, on the NXT note. Um, do we see anyone being called up to to the main roster after stand and deliver? We've seen it before in the past. We have a Monday after Mania, a Raw after Mania coming up. Uh, are they going to treat it the same as normal without without fans? Uh, Jersey, we'll start with you first. I know I'm kind of springing this on you right now, but I had it written down. Uh, do you see anyone from the the main uh, the NXT roster showing up on the main? I mean, if there was a match that, that didn't just say, I gave you everything that I've had for the last three plus years, and and, and you know it may be my time, it was Adam Cole. Yep. I mean, okay. listen, it's hard, right? Because you can figure something else to do with Cole, right? He can go after Cross if you want him to. He can keep feuding with some other, with maybe Rod. You, you can figure stuff out with him. But I feel he's given us everything, right? And if we didn't live in a world of call-ups, then I, I wish he would stay down there. But just seeing how that match delivered and how it felt, it felt like a swan song. Okay, I agree. Do you think like Monday, Raw after Mania, appearance has or, to be because they absolutely monday dude, after raw after mania homie went out on the stretcher in a neck brace you, you turn him around that quick you think <laughs> oh true yeah it's true it's a good point you want to kind of have like a little believability i don't um, know i'm, I'm not i don't want to like so, go, i like the no pick, it's yeah. no it's no you you brought up a great point you really did you brought up a fantastic point um i just feel like he, it makes sense for if someone's gonna go it's it should probably be cole yeah. i just i'm afraid Mm, yeah. of course because if you be. you line him next to bobby lashley you know they're gonna you know they're gonna harp on the size thing of course. And i hate that i hate it so much and if you line him up against roman reigns was it daniel bryan 2.0 for for them you know what i mean they'll, they'll still, still you know what i mean i just i got i got i wanted them to be really careful cole's a special talent he's a generational talent yeah don't fuck this up don't fuck it up Vince. don't stop so watching much. the main roster period <laughs> I can't though if Cole's on it. I gotta watch. <laughs> I'll watch for thirty minutes a week and turn it right off. Yeah, I think you know what thing would be pretty cool. I think uh, it might be EO's time to go up. I think they're they're down. So I know we just got Rhea, we just got B- Bianca, so they're fresh on two new faces. But I think uh, EO had a nice, outstanding run in NXT, um, and I think she could make a. It may, it may may not be the same impact that she had in NXT, and obviously we want that for everyone that leaves. Um, but I think she can help out that division, uh, much needed help to that division on the main roster. So I'm not saying she will, but I, you never know. She had a long run with as NXT cha- women's champion. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, and, uh, Nikki news, anyone you see leaving NXT, make an appearance on Raw or SmackDown? It's tough. Um, I was after, after watching the match with cross, I was wondering is, is this Finn make his return back up to the main roster? in the immediate future was the only one that was really, I mean, obviously I would love to see Cole go up there, but I, I have those res- same reservations you three have for sure about, you know, his size and the believability aspect to where they can ruin a legend. Um, but Finn, Finn makes perfect sense to me too, man. He's totally reinvented himself and they could insert him into any, any type of storyline up there. 
where he can come back to where he was back to where he was reigned supreme as that the same fin that we see now 100 percent, the yes. same one you're seeing right now yeah now you can argue size thing but like what um, is how how well for finn and cole on size could we could we just get maybe the book he just has to be booked properly in order for that no size uh, to, no agree completely but i'm saying like it, cold you can't have cole go up to the main roster and he's res, he's fucking mid card that, that just doesn't work for me uh yeah, I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? You can't just go up and go for the when you're the, when you're the, when you're the king of the best wrestling show for the last three years. It's time. I'm sorry, you you go right to the fucking top. Okay. Hey, they, they already hey Joe, he's Lee. putting he's putting want, respect on that name. I, I can respect that. He puts respect. He doesn't put respect on much in this world that we live in. I just say like but to build respect to, on Cole. I like that. Not everyone, not every fan that watches uh, Raw and SmackDown watches NXT. So to get it familiar, start I, him with, I, I understand. If you start him with like a riddle, a feud with riddle or like a feud with like not AJ, that would be fucking fantastic. But like right off the bat, that would be amazing. But like guys that maybe he can just show off his skills with and then push him to the higher level. I don't know. I guess maybe that's what's that's what NXT is for. But uh, Tommy, anyone you've seen leaving uh, NXT roster going to the main? I mean, like we said, if it is, it's probably going to be cold, but I hope it isn't because, yeah. I mean, like we said, the track record of NXT guys going up there is a long list and it's not good and it's very long. Mm-hmm. And I pray if he does go up there, he doesn't get lost in the shuffle, which, you know, who knows with Vince and those those cronies up there. So I don't know. But if it's going to be one person, I think it's going to be him. Okay. Fair enough. I like it. I like the little round table. Uh Again, before we go into Mania predictions, we're holding those off, guys. You have to wait for those. Uh, Joe Ford is back with a question for us. Uh, long-time listener, guy. long-time fan, long-time brother, Joe Ford. Real quick, though, congratulations to Joe um, and the news that they shared this week, him and his family. I mean, hey, that's great. Congratulations on the the pregnancy announcement. Absolutely. Congrats, Little Joe. Declan's going to be a big brother. He's yeah, going to get is. a sidekick. Yep. Absolutely. And that's cool, man. That kid is cool. That family's cool, man. Congrats to Joe and, and, and everyone. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats, guys. Uh, but Joe, I think you got a question for us. What, what is that question? First of all, happy 50th episode. Awesome achievement. Um, happy WrestleMania week. Now, my question for you guys this week for WrestleMania is um, what does WrestleMania have to do to be better than Stand and Deliver? Because I've never been an NXT fan Yet, that was insane. Um, like, what do they have to pull out in either one of the nights for it to be a better show? Because I honestly don't think it will. I Just the fact that Braun and Shane have a match compared to anything that NXT did, I, I don't even understand how it's even comparable. But uh, let me know what you guys think. What do Give me some uh, ideas what they have to do to make this show better. Okay. All right. So, guys, you heard it. What, what what I, I didn't hear it because I, I think I missed it in the group chat. <laughs> okay. Well I'll read it. I'll I'll say it to you now. What does Mania Stand and Deliver was phenomenal, right? One of the best shows two nights have we seen in a long time of wrestling. What does WrestleMania have to do to stand and deliver themselves? St- st- match up with NXT. What what would have to be done for them to to kind of like show up this weekend? Noodles, since you just got the question because you're a jabroni in the group chat, uh, Tommy, we'll go with you first. What do you think? What what does WWE have to do? The main roster, what do they have to do to match up with NXT this week? I said, unless they could get a time machine and get you know, like Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, Taker, all those guys 
back oh, in their Michaels. prime. Well, yeah, back in their primes, and you know somehow show up. I mean, I mean, I don't know how you could top NXT. I really don't. I mean, unless they got something absolutely crazy planned that we have no idea what they're gonna do. That's the only way I think they can top it. I really do. I mean, but you know, it was NXT. Like we say every week, it's so freaking good. There's no other way they can top it. I really don't know. I mean, obviously, I'll be watching tonight and tomorrow, obviously. But I just, you know, I don't like like Triple H always says, top that, you know. So we'll yeah. see what happens. So it's gonna but, be hard. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's it, almost like a good thing. You want that little uh, that little push. Hopefully, Vince gets that little extra urgency to make something happen. Got it. Yeah. NJ three. Is there any way to? Not, maybe not top NXT, but kind of get on yeah, that level. I'll yeah. Give you, yeah, I'll give you my point. Um, so I, I think it's going to be hard to top the wrestling what we saw, right? Because everything down there mm-hmm. is very personal, very intimate. The storylines are really kind of well done. And, and they're able to kind of to give us something that we don't see on the main roster. So I don't think it's about topping the wrestling. I think it's about to- giving us moments. Right, they can be on par, talkable moments, right? Because we're here on the show, and NXT dominated the show. And we're not even at WrestleMania predictions. We'll be there in a moment soon because I'm sure that the uh, the time is running. Okay. But um, with that being said, you need you need moments, right? What better moment is to let me see Becky Lynch again, mm. right? Let me see that. Let me hear that music go off with twenty five thousand fans that haven't seen her since she gave the belt away when she announced her pregnancy um, the Monday after um, Money in the Bank. Let me see Becky Lynch. Let me see Ronda Rousey. Ooh. You know what I mean? Even if it's a backstage segment, give me moments, right? Because you're it's gonna be hard to top the wrestling, but it'll be good to give us talkable moments. And I think if you can give us that in front of 25,000, those fans are gonna be out there ready to scream. They've been waiting to be heard yeah. for a year plus. Mm-hmm. Our show is back. WrestleMania is back. Give us those moments. Hey, I like that. Uh <clears throat> speaking of Becky, you just brought her up. Yesterday, she put out an Instagram post of uh, a picture of her. I don't know if that's what kind of press that was, but she was holding up weights above her head. And uh, it was a, a, a back her picture of her backside, like her whole back and her body, whatever. And then it said uh, down in the caption, I forget exactly what it said, but it basically mathed out to be saying night one. But you can. So night one was there and then Becky's back on the post. So put that together. Are we going to see her back night one? I don't know. Maybe uh well done. Well maybe, done post though on her behalf. Very yeah, very cryptic and, and good, right to the point. We yeah. all get it, but I love it. Um noodles, you had some time to think. You should have been thinking this all week, but uh Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um <laughs> anything that uh WrestleMania can do to to get on the same level as of of top notch excitement from NXT. Yeah, I mean the the special the special the specialness of returns is always critical, right? I mean they don't. They don't have. Not all of them have the insane wrestling ability as all the all the talent down in NXT. But they do bring power. They they do bring name power, star power. Yeah. Um. You know, there's been people out for a long time, and it's a it's a good opportunity to, you know, reunite and bring these people back to the forefront and restart the calendar for the next, the next year rolling into the next next mania. You know, what I mean, this is where this is where the clock starts all over again. So. So you'd say like Becky coming back would be Becky would be big. Ronda would be big. Um, no, no question about that. Um, and also too, like, you know, you know, they do a weaker job, obviously with the storylines up there, but you know, there's a, there is enough talent in the ring, you know, with false finishes and, and really special spots that they can, they can make, make it happen. No doubt about it. I agree. I think, uh, for me, something like Becky returning would be great. I think, uh, it may not match 
the quality of NXT, but it'll definitely get me a, a little jacked up. Maybe Ronda as well. Um, not sure how they would bring them back in on the main card or in in what way, but I think it would be uh, uh, pretty cool. Um, even just like a big, maybe like a, an unexpected title change or uh, um, how they book the show itself, like who's going to win these certain matches and how they end the show. <clears throat> something like like you said a big return a big surprise just the shock value is is huge even if it's in like a a braun Strowman shane mcmahon cage match that no one's really excited for if you do something crazy like it'll make that match that much better uh and we'll get into the prediction and stuff like that but i think like in order to keep up with nxt's uh uh constant like continue what's the word i'm thinking of uh continuity of like constant like good work you have to do shocking things i think that's a big shock value to me is like the biggest thing one of the biggest things in wrestling as a a fan for myself um so i want to see stuff that's shocking a return a surprise big spots it's fucking wrestlemania like come on don't don't you know you don't think shane's jumping off the top of the cage come on i do and uh, that's what i'm saying like do something big make that match worthwhile and stuff like that for every match but i was just giving that match as, as an example and uh it'll it'll make it worthwhile and it, it's wrestlemania like they have to go all out um speaking of wrestlemania let's get into uh our, our predictions boys uh last night on smackdown um uh, we had the andre the giant battle royal uh shout out to jay uso big win for him um main event jay main event jay always i picked always ricochet and, and uh, paper champions you know who i picked you picked main event jay no I picked T bar. <laughs> nice. All right. I was just going. I was going with. I was trying to think of outside the box. It was on SmackDown. I was like, maybe they're going to go like wild here. I don't know. He's a big guy. Um, I think Ali would have been a, a nice choice for a, a winner. But uh, main event Jay, I think solid pick for the Andre the Giant. He could hold that around with Roman now and see what happens. Um, and then uh, the Dirty Dogs retain their tag titles in the Fatal Four Way. Really thought Rain Dominic were going to come out on top on that one. Me too. Uh, is that who you guys picked for paper? Yeah, Champion? that's who I picked. Tommy, who'd you I, pick for that? I had Dirty Dogs. Wow, Tommy's starting out hot this week. Wow. Who'd you pick for the Andre Giant? I had Ricochet. Ricochet. Okay. Yeah. Noodles. Any any thoughts on the on the SmackDown Mania, which is kind of treated like a kickoff show because they kind of just recap Mania going into it. No, no yeah. thoughts, Jeff. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Going going into WrestleMania, added a lot of value right there. That was really something. <laughs> Thanks for that one. <laughs> they uh they debuted the uh the the entrance set and the the set for WrestleMania without utilizing that that pirate ship in uh, Raymond James Stadium, which I thought was very fantastic. Um, as we were talking here, uh, our good friend at uh, Paper Championship, Eric James, uh, shout out to Goya, uh, gave us uh, some scoop that they're going to definitely be using uh, cutouts for the empty seats. So it'll look like a, a like how it did at Super Bowl. Like when I watched Super Bowl, I watched it look at that stadium like that whole place is packed, but I couldn't tell from like that camera view that it was a lot of cutouts. So that was pretty cool. Um, so we'll get that to, uh, tonight and tomorrow on WrestleMania. But uh, heading into night one, boys, I'm gonna go in in, in the order they have on Wikipedia here. Um, it looks like they confirmed yesterday they are opening up the show with Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. So that's going to be interesting to start the show. Uh, the first music we will hear, unless they go through like the whole host thing with Hogan and Titus, but the first entrance music we will hear in front of a live crowd of main roster is Drew. So I think that's kind of like fitting for him, in my opinion, unless they bring out Bobby first. We'll see how that happens. But uh, Noodles, we'll start with you. 
Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, WWE Championship, WrestleMania, night one. Who you got? Go. I'm going Drew. Drew? I'm going Drew. Wow. I think I think he I think he gets it for the third time. <laughs> as much as as much as incredible work Lashley's doing, I just think I think yeah. uh, it's owed for Drew. Fair. Yeah. Bobby loses his his business and then he loses the title. The rise and fall of Bobby Lashley in three weeks. <laughs> MJ three, who you got, buddy? And still, whoa, oh. WWE champion, the Almighty. Bobby Lashley. Wow. Okay. I respect it. Bad news. Tom Canale. I'm going to go with Drew. Get his moment in front of the fans. I think it's fair. Yeah. I think it's a fair thing. I also am going and new. Uh, <laughs> I like this. This is good. This is good. We should have uh, our own beer bet. We should. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre. I'm not really. I'm not super confident in that pick, but uh, I. That's my. Yeah, that went, this is a, this is a, a, a bang good. bang toss up right out the that's gate. That's how it should be. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be easy pickums. Uh, all right, match number two lined up. Could be match of the week, guys. Could steal Cole and uh, O'Reilly. We got Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miss and Morrison. Jersey, <laughs> uh, you kind of hey, look like hey, Bad, you kind of look. You kind of look like Bad Bunny. Uh, you go first. I don't look like Bad Bunny at all. That's <laughs> that's not right. You're you're extremely. Uh, let's you know. Let's not upset our sponsors because we have we're gonna have a new surprise for our fans soon. Oh, so let's not upset the sponsors. Get, get ready to focus, um, people. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. Get ready to focus. So with that being said, uh, Bad Bunny, Damian Priest. I mean, it kind of has to be. I mean, dude, when you paint on someone's three point two million dollar Bugatti, you get that ass beat. <laughs> You do. You get that ass beat. Uh, bad news. No hey, hey, hop, hop for yeah. Miz and Morrison. Absolutely not. They'll have a cash to check for that mania cash. Yeah. yeah. I give it to Priest and Bad Bunny. You know, have Priest one of his, you know, his first mania. So give it to them. I think it's a uh, lock of the year. Uh, bad Bunny versus Damien. I mean, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. I just Lock of the year. I love lock that. Lock of the year. Uh, noodles, who you got, buddy? Bugs Bunny all day long. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. I'm, I'm <laughs> excited. Be to careful, see. man. We have some listeners from from the nah, PR. They, they, man. They, they might come. It, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, and he's going All over right. big time. And he's gonna, oh. and he's gonna have a very memorable moment in this match with a major high spot. You heard it here. Yeah, I think so. I too. like that. I think you I put like in the that. work he's been putting in. I, I wouldn't see. He's why killing not. it, bro. He's yeah. fucking doing awesome. Guy's a former fucking WWE champion, twenty four seven champion. He, champion. Threw, he threw a mean right hand too when he put Miz right on his back. <laughs> Yo, he did put a mean. That's a street right hand. That's that's something you see in the street. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> and he, and he's got and and they got to pay him back for all the merchandise he's selling because he's made Vince a lot of money in a very short amount of time. Absolutely, he's broken records. Um, match number three for night one of WrestleMania. Tom, the New Day versus uh, AJ Styles and almost <laughs> Raw Tag Team Champions. Who are we going with here? Uh, I mean, I mean, I would say the New Day, but I mean, maybe they want to give the tag title to AJ because he's like, oh, it's the only title I've never won in this company. And I mean, would you do that with almost though? I really don't know, but I'm just going to go with New Day. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I think you're debuting almost here. Uh, I think no matter what almost looks good in this in this scenario, win or, lo- win or lose, but I'm going to go with AJ Styles and almost. Uh-huh. I think the New Day is the best people. They're the top notch workers for him to get his i know he's still like green and he hasn't wrestled yet so we don't even know what he can do but uh i'm interested to see uh, i'm gonna go aj and almost uh nikki noodles we got i agree with you joseph i agree with you 
it's the almost coming out party. What do you think? What kind of attire does he wear coming down to the uh, the ring? Sweater and necklace? I'd be that's pretty tough. He sweat a lot. I don't know, but we'll see. I'm intrigued. Yeah, me too. But and, and AJ, of course, getting his getting the uh, you know the tag title too. Just another belt to add to his incredible legacy. Yeah, he'd be a Grand Slam champ, right? He was IC champ too, or no? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. I think two times. Two times. Yeah. yeah. So he he des- he deserves that, and and it won't be a very long run because you know almost will will go solo at some point. So what better person to to show the ropes than AJ? Sure, absolutely. I agree. And J three, yeah, and new. Oh, okay. <laughs> Raw tag team champions, almost in AJ Styles. All right, I'm down with it. Shout out to almost. Um, <clears throat> some may say the most horrible build to a match in WrestleMania history. Oh God, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel oh, cage match. Um, <sighs> some may say this match is stupid. <laughs> But uh, at least they give a cage to it, to be honest. Like, if it was going to be a straight match, I probably would have turned off the fucking TV. Yeah. Um, but I think <clears throat> it's, like, as, as easy as it could be to choose, it's kind of like, what are they willing to do here? Like, it's a cage match, right? You can get thrown over, like, at, thrown out of the cage. I feel like Braun can, like, throw Shane out and Shane would win, right? But I still think uh, I'm going to go with Braun on this just because the whole storyline has been him overcoming uh, being picked on is called stupid. So uh, that's where I'm going to go with that. Uh, Nikki Noodles, who you got? Yeah, Strowman all day long. But Sh- Shane, Shane will deliver. He always does in, in the big moments. So, yeah, not, nothing against Shane. I love, I love, I don't know. I know yeah. you, everyone has their opinions, but I like uh, Shane and Mania is kind of like a, could be like a normal thing for me. It's just whatever. I'll go with it. <clears throat> NJ3. I mean, the disrespect that was shown to Braun through this entire build has been. Arguably something that I'd walk away from a company from how stupid this is. No <laughs> pun is intended. Um, so they better, better book Braun to win this match. Yeah. Braun Strowman. Okay. And then bad news. Gonna get those hands. <laughs> I mean, just like a year ago, he's going for a title and he's now he's doing this, but whatever. Yeah, I gotta give it to Braun. Yeah, wasn't he a universal champion last year, right now? Yeah, against uh, Goldberg because hey, Ray- Goldberg. Yeah, Green Range dropped out because of everything. God bless. Wild. Hell of a he's a company man, let's put it that way. Major. Um, yeah. Hey guys, could be match this one could actually be match of the weekend. Uh next up Cesaro Louie versus Seth Rollins. Uh Noodles, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> You're up, Noodles. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Uh, I'm going Cesaro, man. It's this is this has been long overdue, and what better way to start a new run, new second second part of his career by beating the man Seth Rollins? Fair. I like to take NJ three. This is Cesaro's section will be loud and uh, and out there. And Cesaro, this is this is great, right? They're building Cesaro to win, but that's what's scary, right? They're building him so much to look like he's going to win. Which, which I feel like is a little bit slightly concerning because Seth is the heel, right? You can have him arguably still chase Seth through Mania, technically. But for our point of picking predictions, I'm going to go with Cesaro. He needs a Mania moment and a big one. I have like things I, I don't want. I If I give my pick and like talk about why I think they're going to do it, it's going to ruin the rest of the predictions. But I'll just go get to that point later. But uh, Tommy, who you got? 
I'm gonna go Cesaro, and I hope his moment is he swings Rollins like a hundred times because you know they've been playing together. Yeah, like, cool he's, he's not swinging <laughs> me, you know, all the last month or so. So I hope something crazy like that happens. Yeah, I'm also going Cesaro as well. Uh, I think. I mean, any, like you said, Jersey, anything could happen. Uh, but I think it just he needs his moment. If, if the Cesaro section isn't taken advantage of at Mania, to be the fans coming back, like even if they give out the signs, like WWE gives out the signs to, to hold up, yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity. Huge. Um, and on paper champion, one of the bonus questions is how many times will Cesaro swing Rollins? Dude, this might be big. This, <laughs> they've been playing off the swing thing for a minute, yeah. it's got to be like five minutes worth of swings. Dude. I don't even know. WrestleMania 37, 37 swings. Ooh. Or thirty-seven minutes of swinging. <laughs> that the oh whole God. match, the whole, whole match, match. Is swinging them. <laughs> uh, newly added match to night one. I think it was added this week or last week. Um, tag team turmoil match. The winner for the women's uh, tag team titles. The women's receive a title shot on night two against Nia and Shayna. Uh, the first team: Lana, Naomi, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose. The Riot Squad. Natalia and Tamina, and newly added after the uh, announcement, Billy Kay and Carmella, which I think is uh, pretty cool. So, uh, Tommy, who you got? I'm going to go Mandy and Dana. Mandy and Dana? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... I'd love to see the Riot Squad get a rub here. I think they're, they're deserving of it. And then going into tonight, too, at least see what happens there. Um, I know they're booking Natalia and Tamina kind of weird, so I'm really worried about that. Uh, noodles who you got for this one i want the rise bud i i desperately do they deserve it yeah i think so good workers and need to give, be given a spot more of a spotlight than they have. They right just now. put their head down and they just do it man yeah they, i need a little more from them but i i want to see them get the get the rub ski here uh nj3 take them turmoil we got I mean, listen, it's a crazy idea right this is this is going to be out of the outside of the box you guys might go what what are you talking about have the tag team actually win the tag team match. Mm. What? It's weird when you think about it, but the Riot Squad's a legitimate tag team, and they have been for years. Why not have them win the match? If you're looking to really try to you know, hit the reset button on the tag titles, why not put the belts on a team that could actually defend it and actually be legitimately looked at as a team? So I'm going the Riot Squad, too. Mandy and Dana is my number two. It's like really more my 1A my one B to my Riot Squad one A, um, but I'm going to go Riot Squad for the point of picking. I like it. Should it should it should be the way it goes? To be honest, yeah. this one could be booked easy. You can get a quick, easy little win on this one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, we know the main roster; nothing makes sense. So no, yeah, I know. I won't I put know. anything uh, against them, yeah. guys. Main event: WrestleMania Night One. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. SmackDown Women's Championship. Nikki Noodles. Bianca Belair. I don't even think it needs to really be said. Uh, yeah, it's it's her time. <laughs> wow. The EST. The EST. All right. And J3. She's the quickest. She's the best. She's the strongest. She's the, the winner. The toughest, the best. She's the baddest, the roughest, the toughest. The Bianca Belair, baby. Get that title. Get Hell yours. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mrs. Hell yeah. Um, Street Profit. Uh, I, I just Pro- lost his name. I mean, I forgot Montez his name Ford. really quick. Montez, Montez Ford. Mrs. Ford. <laughs> Mrs. Ford. Hey, she's a stepmom. If you saw her documentary. Yeah, it's great. So, Tommy. go get yours, Mrs. Ford. Uh, yeah, Bianca, definitely. I'm also going Bianca Belair. 
Uh, shout out to Bianca. So I hope she gets her her due here. Uh, one of the the if not the brightest future stars in WWE currently right now. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that she uh, takes that title from Sasha, and we'll see a couple more matches after that with him. All right, guys. Night two. Damn, seven more matches. Jesus, this is why they split it up. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, opening. Oh, we assume opening the show just by the the uh, match number here. Uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley, women's uh, Raw Women's Championship. NJ three. What's good? Asuka's gonna have a nightmare come night two, and she's gonna wake up without that title. So, oh, Rhea Ripley. Okay, the nightmare. Rhea Ripley. Time to reset the women's division. Absolutely. Period. Period. Yeah, go go on Rhea as well. Tommy, go on Rhea. Uh, The future is now. Rhea Ripley. Let's go. Noodles. Rip Rip City. Rip City. Brutality. This is her brutality. And she's getting the... the Her her, her theme music. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Um... Number two here. I didn't want to talk about this yet, but I'm going to because it's in order. Tommy, The Fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton in a singles match. No freaking stipulation. Very, I know, yeah. Very irked about that. Yeah. Um, but we've seen a horror story, a horror movie this whole time. Uh, how does it end, Tom? This has got to be part 12 of Friday the 13th, right? <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm not even sure the number. Yeah, I mean, you think it's got to be The Fiend after, you know, what happened at TLC back in December. And you know him coming back and what everything, but it's gotta be the fiend. I mean, maybe uh, they mentioned maybe it's gonna be like a squash match. I mean, maybe not quick, but you know, maybe just like just the life. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm going definitely going the fiend. Two things. Uh, they got to make up for WrestleMania, whatever they did. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and uh, their old Bray and, yeah. and Randy with the bugs in the ring. You guys were there for that, I believe. Um, and two, Alexis said. The legend killer is gonna die at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty cool. They don't really talk like that much on on uh, Raw. So uh, I hope to see the Fiend come out on top here. I think it's maybe another lock of the year match in my eyes. I hope. Noodles, who are you going with? Fiend. I, I just hope that they just don't do what they usually do to my to our boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, boy, you talk shit about boys. Um, I, I love him. I, didn't, I don't talk shit about him. I talk shit about how he gets used. Okay, fair There's enough. A slight difference. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Jersey, are we gonna see bugs in the ring? Are we gonna see a cin- cinematic match? No. Are we getting a straight fight? No, no bugs, no cinematic. You're gonna have a really cool entrance with the fiend. Um, Kim Morton's gonna be there for Randy, and Ooh. we're gonna get some. No, maybe. Hey, I can only <laughs> yeah, imagine. Yo, go go defend your man. All right, get your bag. Um, no, all jokes aside, <laughs> the fiend, the fiend will get this W. Okay, I I think it's well deserved. Win. Well deserved. Yeah, and end this feud. I never want to see Randy and Bray in a ring for the rest of their wrestling careers. Wow. Okay. No, it's it's it's. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fair. Uh, next one, guys. We got a, a a new one to the to our eyes. The Nigerian drum fight. Oh, this is gonna be good for the IC title. Uh, I'm up. I'm gonna go first here. And new <laughs> the champion. Um, I I mean, I just think it's it's a time where you can move Big E to the next level. I think I know it's kind of been it's not short, but like. He had his running show. What he can do. We know he's a, a major player, 
And uh, my reason for what I was saying with Cesaro and Rollins before is I think Cesaro can Cesaro and Apollo Crews can have a nice not that I'm saying it would happen right away, but them eventually pushing Cesaro to Cruz, I think would be an, an ideal situation for me. But uh, I'm excited to see what the Nigerian drum fight is going to be. I'm not really sure what we have uh, entailed for our, our visual pleasure here, but uh, Noodles, who you got for this one? I'm sticking with E. I'm sticking with E. Okay. I respect it. He's get he's getting his interest played out too. So uh, I don't know. I may go against my own words. Um, <laughs> NJ three Nigerian drum fight. I mean, I've been in one of these before in my life. I took on <laughs> Sean Webb in a Nigerian drum fight back in 2015. Oh, so I remember that. It was a good time, and I I came out the winner. Obviously, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> I outlasted him. You know, no, I love Sean. I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, I just think it makes too much too much sense for for big. Uh, excuse me, for Apollo not to win. I mean, this this character change, this Nigerian prince character, yeah. it works for him, right? I like it. Like, this is this is a good way to kind of get that organic USA heat against him. You know, he wasn't working as a babyface at like any point uh-huh. in the company. The only thing that's, that was like his saving grace in NXT was just he was just so damn good in yeah. the ring. But unfortunately, here on the main roster, as as Nick always alludes to, you need to be a complete character if you want to get over. So I think this is exactly what he needed. So give him that belt. And Biggie, you know, to the moon. Yeah. She goes, shout he, to Cameron Grimes. Yeah, absolutely. Shout to Cameron Grimes. I bought more Doji coin yesterday just because I saw a picture of Cameron Grimes yesterday. So I was like, you know what? Let me buy some more Doji coin. <laughs> me too. I have, like, I have like 2,500 <laughs> shares of it. Dude, if that thing goes like to 20 bucks a share eventually one day, whoo. We're cashing out, nice buddy. vacation. Let me know if you cashing see that because I don't really pay attention to it that much. No, it's uh, real low. We're like six cents a share, but yeah, that's right. We'll get another, another talk for another podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> that'll Tom, be the Wrestling Stock Podcast. Hey, <laughs> we'll, we'll have Cameron Grimes as a constant, uh, constant guest. Uh, Tommy, Nigerian drum fright. Who you got? I see title. I'm going to Apollo. And have we found out what this exactly entails? Is it just the name? Like, are they hitting each other with drums? What the hell's going on with this match? <laughs> we're all we're all in speculation. I think we're all going to find out together. As okay, so they, never, they didn't announce it. Okay, no, but I'm, that I'm, going, all right, I'm going to Apollo, though. Absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, next up, <clears throat> another uh, interesting one here. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. Logan yeah. Paul will be at WrestleMania. Uh, NJ3, who are we going with here? I mean, this is hard, right? Because I want to see Kevin Owens win, but I think for the point of Sami Zayn and his and his whole like controversy that he has going, that you know, everything going on, I think it makes sense for him to win. But I'm gonna go with uh, my heart, and my heart tells me uh, Kevin Owens. Me too. He will I jump think, off the ship. Yeah, I think we're gonna see uh, Kevin jump off the ship. And then Logan Paul also help him somehow. Like he won't like we think he's gonna turn on Sammy. Yeah, Yeah, turn on Sammy. And then I don't know how, but in some sort of way. Or he just won't do anything, I'll just stand there. Um, but I'm gonna go with Kevin as well. Uh Tommy, who you got? Yeah, KO. KO, okay, cool. Uh Nikki Noodles. KO. Sweep it. Sweep it, boys. Sammy sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's been doing great work, but uh just my opinion. Um He's actually a great guy. He was already on this podcast. Really stellar dude. I'm, I know news. You have your, your opinions about. I mean, I that dance he did in the ring last week when he was waiting for Logan was, Paul was to come in good. Was, that was fucking hysterical. funny, man. That was great. Dude, I know, Nick, you hate him, but I, I do think he's he, a really He cool harnessed dude. a little, a little uh, Joaquin Phoenix with, with, with those moves. Yeah, kinda, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got Joker vibes. Um, 
Next up, Riddle versus Sheamus U.S. title. Fuck, man. I don't know where I want to go with this one. It's tough. But, Tommy, you're going to go first, so you tell me. I'm going to stick a Riddle. Okay. Yeah, stick a Riddle. All right, cool. I my, my issue is Riddle is new champ, like a new champion, right? He just got it a few weeks ago, I want to say, right? Not, or a month ago, maybe? I forget. Like he's, I like his reign to go. He's, won it, he's, he's had it since Bobby dropped it. I mean, he won it from the, the triple threat match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. So it's been a little so bit. So he's had it for a minute. But right, maybe I, I'm I, wrong then. But uh, Sheamus has been doing so much great work, and like I feel like he like if he lost again, like just now, I feel like he's done so much. And they had a day off of him, like a whole thing with Fastlane, where he's getting emotional. He's doing so much great work. I hate to see him not get like some sort of like rub at Mania. Like he, I, so, I thought he should have been in the main event with Lash and Drew. But uh, I think betting man says Riddle for me here. I think I'm gonna go with Riddle as well. Uh, Noodles, who you got? And new. Seamus, uh, this this might be one of his last runs. I know his his body is a little beat up. Obviously, he looks tremendous, but he's going to get a shining moment here at Mania for all all he's done over the last few months. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn. And I, I after you saying that, Rid, Riddle, Riddle will get it back, which is going to be a little bit down the line. But it's Seamus. Seamus is getting a big Mania moment here. All right. I agree. The it's, veterans, the veterans are getting their respects paid at this at, at this pay per view. Did, Jersey, did you get? Did you see the the birds on Riddle's entrance yeah. on Raw? Yeah. Very questionable. I'm not concerned about Very that. Very questionable. Uh, who do you got for this one, Jersey? I mean, listen, kick your Crocs off and sit back and watch Matt Riddle retain his United States Championship match. Okay. He'll ride out on the scooter in, and he'll ride on the scooter out with the belt. And he may forget his promo line with Oscar, but hey, that's okay. That's okay. You're okay, Riddle. That's all right. You're, You're a good okay. guy. All right. Uh, Co-main event. Just kidding. It's not a co-main event. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus the winner of the tag team turmoil match. Uh, also, Reginald will be there, uh, Noodles, so you, you should be happy about that. Get this mania rub. Um, and with Red, that, Red, you should get thrown in the piano like in my professor. That Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Uh, awesome movie, yeah. With, with that being said, Noodles, who you got? Uh, I don't care who wins the women's um, match to get there, but we need new tag team champions. So it doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> Whoever the challenger is. Whoever the challenger is, yeah. that's my pick. Okay, fair enough. NJ3? Couldn't agree with him more. I mean, <laughs> get these belts off these two girls for the love of God, for anything holy. If you're listening, anyone from W, get the belts off them. It's so bad. It's so. fucking miserable. <laughs> Just get it off them. If anyone's like, listening, please. If anyone's listening, please. Tommy. Yeah, whoever the challenges are, like everyone's saying, get the belts off of them, please. I couldn't agree more with you guys. And then quite possibly the hardest, <clears throat> excuse me, hardest match to pick in uh, in a long time. Triple threat, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and J3. You're starting us off hot. Let's go. Whoa! Oh. Daniel Bryan will win this match. Wow. He will pin Edge. Wow! He sh- and he will send the Rated R Superstar back home. Oh, shut up! That's out of my playbook. Nice work. <laughs> I know. I, th- I thought you'd like that one. Um, no, God, this one's so hard. Um, Roman has done something that we didn't think was possible. That he can do being booked this way because we didn't think the WWE would let him. Yeah. Edge coming back and literally coming back like he is and won the Royal Rumble deserves his due. And what and we know this is Daniel Bryan's last like run. This is hard. Um, God, 
uh, I'm going to go edge. I, I, uh, I think edge can pin Brian. It doesn't hurt Roman and they can still run a program a little bit. And edge could hold the belt for a little bit, maybe going to SummerSlam and possibly dropping it then to somebody. Okay. But I'm going to go edge. Cool. Bad news. The way they've been booking it the last few weeks, I think I'm going to stick with Roman. I really am. I think I'm going to stick with him. The way, you know, Edge, like, came out last night with his promo, it was, I want to say, it was, like, a little heelish, you know, saying, like, like, you know, you should feel sorry for me. I did this. I did that to get back and whatnot. But I I just think, I think Roman's going to hold on to it. Yeah, it seems like they kind of changed the direction of Edge over the past few weeks, like, with how they want him looked at. Um, If it was traditionally just him and Roman, I'd go Edge all the way. But since it's a threat now, I'm... I'm gonna stick with Roman. So, like, my only thing is, and I know a lot of people have been saying this, they brought in Daniel Bryan into this match, whether it was planned or not, to be involved. I don't think he's gonna win. So, not that he doesn't deserve it, because I think everyone in this match could walk out champion, and it's still okay. It's not like a wrong move, in my eyes. Um, but I think they bring in Daniel in this match so Roman doesn't get pinned, right? I know it's an obvious thing to say, and that's why, because you he's been. Like Jersey said, Roman's been doing some of the best work we've seen in wrestling in a very long time. Um, you don't want to really hurt that. Uh, it also leaves Roman obviously to come back and go after the title as well. So I'm I'm going with Edge, and that has to do with bias as well as what I want to see, and then also what I think is going to actually going to happen. So I think he could pin Daniel. Daniel really doesn't get hurt because it's Daniel Bryan. He's over with everybody. Edge gets his championship that he that he was looking to get back that he never lost, quote unquote. And then Roman doesn't get hurt by not getting pinned. It just something like it just I don't know. That's how I view it. Uh Noodles, let's hear it, buddy. <laughs> well, I would I would love Daniel Bryan to win. I truly would. I think that'd be amazing. Sure. Um but Roman Roman to me has to win, in my opinion, still. I his work's incredible, and I want Roman to win. I want the established dominant beast for a long time. To end off Mania, we see Roman Reigns. It wouldn't be the first time, um, but it would be the... the and, it, and it definitely it, won't be the last time. It'd be, it'd be first, rare. It'd, it'd be, be the, rare. It'd, it'd be the first time uh, that we have would see Roman ending Mania and everyone would kind of be happy, okay with it, I think. <laughs> Not getting okay. booed. No matter um, what direction they go in with this match, though? It's it, it's a great it's a great way to go. There's no there's no bad way to go about it. Yeah, no, I agree, um, guys. So that's WrestleMania. I hate to not uh, piggyback off what we said last week. I asked you guys, or we talked about bringing in our favorite WrestleMania moment. Um, so just real quick, because we're 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 going over over the time here, but just real quick, just uh, your favorite WrestleMania moment, and uh, uh, maybe even if you want to throw in your favorite WrestleMania too, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want. But uh, NJ3, we'll start with you first if you want to just. Yeah, I'm going to be biased here just because I went to it. But Daniel Bryan winning in, in New Orleans in the Super in the Silver Dome. <sighs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> winning in the Superdome and having the confetti go up like it did in that <clears throat> moment. I, I never experienced something like that at a wrestling show in that grand of a stage. Yeah. I know that the Bailey Sasha thing in Brooklyn was my favorite wrestling match I've ever seen in yeah. person. Yeah. But being a part of that moment with Daniel Bryan winning and that confetti and everyone standing up in unison supporting him was something that I can never recreate. And I just wish people can experience that. And that's why I love wrestling. Me too. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, Tommy, what do you got for WrestleMania moments? It's not, obviously it doesn't have to be something you went to, but uh, um, maybe it's something you saw on TV. 
Uh, I gotta go. I'll go way back. I like WrestleMania 10 when Bret Hart beat Yokozuna for the title when the belt broke, uh, the rope broke when Yoko was gonna do the drop on him. <laughs> oh, nice. And, it, and then, yeah, then Bret pinned him. But the thing that stood out for me, you know, all the wrestlers came out and congratulating Bret because, you know, Yokozuna held the belt for felt like forever at that point. Yeah. You know, and then I remember you see Owen Hart, you know, because that's when they had their match. Beginning of the night, yeah. and he's just looking at him, and it's like, okay, this is what's going to set up. But it was just, I just thought it was such a great match because Brett was so hurt, was hurt, you know, quote unquote, you know, in that match earlier, and no one gave him a shot to win, and he ended up winning. So that 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 always stood out to me. I mean, twenty plus years later, I still like that. That's my favorite. It's funny because um, I just watched WrestleMania ten recently, um, but I was supposed to go to WrestleMania ten when I was a kid, and I got sick and I couldn't go. I had an oh. ear infection. Oh. Um, I was a young lad at the time, so it's not like I could have fought through it. But uh, it's it's a shame. I could have been a WrestleMania ten. One of the, one of my favorites, just as, yeah. for nostalgia reasons. But uh, I think my favorite WrestleMania moment, and again, this is bias, and because uh, I was there. But it was even if the card itself wasn't that great. I think just being at WrestleMania twenty nine because it was my first WrestleMania, walking into MetLife and seeing the whole setup in person for the first time was like surreal for me. It was like uh, a dream come true, like not to sound corny or anything, but like watching wrestling for 30 years and then being able to go to your first WrestleMania. And it was so fucking huge. It was insane. I've never been a part of anything like it. I absolutely got hammered that day too. So I don't remember that much. Like ain't that the truth, <laughs> but uh, I do remember undertaker's entrance and seeing that at a WrestleMania for the first time. And like, we were head on with the, with the on ramps. Like, ram. Yeah. Was that was walking, cool. He was walking straight at us. Uh, it was probably one of the coolest moments I've ever experienced as a, a wrestling fan in person. Um, and so that's what I'm going to go with. Even though WrestleMania 29 isn't, re- isn't regarded as one of the greater, better WrestleManias itself. But I think uh, just being there at 29 was fucking awesome. It was a good mania. It was just very, it was the most predictable mania. I think yeah. that was what, re- that's what really hurt it. But the match, the star quality, those matches were, were fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Um, were, were you pulling for punk or undertaker that mania? You tell me, Jers. I forget. <laughs> you, were, no, you, were, you, you were undertaker. Undertaker, you were pulling for Undertaker. Yeah, because the jabroni in front of us was cheering against him. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Mark, whatever. (laughs) Happens too often that we almost get into a scuffle. Scuffle with some weird people around us and me. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Not mine, I swear. Uh, No, it's their fault. Yeah. Joey's very pleasant when he's drunk. He's just very happy. Very happy. Love to be. Dude, when Joey celebrates in the crowd, when someone, when he wants wins, man, he high fives everybody. Everybody. Everybody's getting, and they get, he's that that good fan that you want to be around to get you jacked up. (laughs) Well, let's, I mean, post that that weekend, WrestleMania 29 weekend, the post Raw, the Monday after. Oh, I mean, yeah, that Dolph, was great, Dolph man. Cash Dolph, and- Dolph Cash and dude, we were row one or like row two in like that little corner, that little yeah. pocket corner well, by the thing. Yeah, guys, we were uh, we were yeah. right by the right by the boards. We had Dolph Cash and then Ryback heel turn on Cena. I fucking oh, god, changed my underwear <laughs> three times that night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Noodles, end us off here. Uh, favorite WrestleMania moment. I got to bring it back to the very beginning, man. I got to bring it back to the, the one I remember vivid, most vividly. The one that pretty much hooked me into wrestling forever was Hogan Warrior, WrestleMania Six. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. The two biggest that, stars going at it, the heel uh, face versus face. It was the it was a mega mega moment. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's. I, I mean, I think people our age that are really into the sport, like uh, that moment, actually got me into wrestling as well. Like it was a defining moment for yeah. our whole wrestling fandom, in my opinion, for me yeah, anyway. Absolutely, it's a great moment, man. Uh, I wish we were like alive to witness something like that, like in person, uh, to I be mean, there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, would have been fantastic. Um, 
guys, it's WrestleMania. We're, we're here, episode 50. Um, but we can't forget every time. We can't forget before we go. Who's your MVP of the week? <laughs> and noodles, you're not going first. Don't worry about it. Bad news. You go first. I got to go. I mean, I know it's probably going to be everybody's, but I got to go NXT uh, both nights. I mean, everything is just awesome. Got to go All with right. that. Uh, cool. I'm going to go with uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Shout out to Raquel. Love you. That, that was Congrats. who I was going to go with, too. But you, you know what? Go. I don't care. She absolutely deserves it. Shout out to Raquel Gonzalez. She's yeah. a star now, and you deserve it. Absolutely. Noodles, who you got? Karrion Cross, the return and the domination for an unbelievable run that's coming our way. Can't wait. Can't wait. Also can't wait for WrestleMania 37, night one tonight, night two tomorrow. Going to be a hell of a show. Excited. It's WrestleMania. No matter what, it's always going to be good. And we have fans back, so it's always fun. Yep. Uh, guys, episode 50 Wrestling Journal Podcast. Everyone take care. Stay safe. Watch WrestleMania. <laughs>